This is the Transcend in Life podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson, taking you from fear to freedom. Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to Transcend in Life. This is a Tuesday tune-up with myself, J.M. Ryerson, and... Lisa Ryerson. And today, we are talking about one of my favorite subjects, and that is leadership. And one of the the blogs that I wrote on was actually quotes to help unlock your true leadership. As you know, quotes are a huge thing for me. They kind of, they help support the, you know, what I'm doing. They remind me of stuff. I'm a big quote person. So I'm definitely going to throw some quotes at you today, Lise. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> and I want to get your take on it because I don't think you've even, maybe you've read it. I don't know. But this one was really fun to write because, A, it took a lot of research to find the ones I really liked. And I took three presidential quotes, which, whether you like presidents or you don't, they're pretty incredible people, right? Like, Totally. It doesn't matter if you agreed with their policies or you didn't. What they have accomplished is pretty remarkable. So with that being said, what before I start, the one th- there's one word that defines leadership for me. Do you know what that word is? Hmm. Powerment? No, no, it's not. All leaders have one thing in common, and that is influence. Hmm. And that doesn't mean it's always positive, right? There's some incredible examples of really awful leaders in terms of what they did with it. Um, Hitler might be an example. An incredible leader, incredible amount of influence, awful, awful intentions, like just so screwed up. It's, you know, right. So that would be an example of poor intentions, Mm -hmm. but they all have influence and that ability to influence people. Hopefully the three that I brought to the table, they brought positive influence to the world, but just so we're clear, leadership is influence, right? And so these three are really near and dear to my heart. And the first one is by John Quincy Adams. If your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more and become more, you are a leader. Oh, I love that. That's a good one. That's Thank a you. really, really good one. Good find. Thank you. I mean, we're talking, this, he was the sixth U.S. president, so this was a while back. But doesn't that say, I mean, if we're able to, I mean, that's what we're trying to do every single day at Let's Go Win, to mm-hmm. inspire people to live their best lives. He says that to dream more, learn more, do more. So, how does that hit you? Because um, isn't that ultimately what we're all looking for? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's what everybody should be striving to do, right? To help others. And I believe that every single person is put on this earth for a reason. I truly believe everybody has their own gift and they're put on this earth for a reason. And that embodies, I truly believe, everything that you should be doing on a daily basis. And it doesn't matter how old you are. doesn't matter um, what race you are, you know, what your beliefs are. I truly believe that that's what everyone should strive for because it just makes the world a better place if we all did that. No, you're right about that. So you say it all the time. Everybody is put on this place on this earth for a reason. Mm-hmm. Not always easy to find what that is, right? Right. What's your purpose? Because I think you found it, right? Not just let's go win, but it's tied into that a little bit. But mm-hmm. tell me what that, or tell the audience, because I know, mm-hmm. but tell them what your purpose is, because I love it. Yeah. So 
it took me a really long time to find my purpose. And, you know, eight years ago, gosh, it's been eight years. I can't believe that eight years ago, my brother, um, who my, one of my favorite human beings on the face of this earth, uh, passed away from esophageal cancer at the age of 47. And that really sparked something in me because over the years, I just kept on thinking, gosh, we can put men on the moon. We can build all these amazing buildings and, you know, all these things that the we've accomplished, right? That, you know, leaders have accomplished in this world. And for some reason, we don't have a cure for cancer. And that just blows my mind. And I know there's so many organizations out there um, that have been the trailblazers, like the Susan G Foundation. And, you know, all these, uh, there's all these giving tree and all these things that have been amazing to raise all this money for cancer research, but they need more, right? And that I finally believe, I just finally said, gosh, I need to find something you know, and that's where Let's Go Win came from. It's that's how it's parlayed together, uh, where I can do a nonprofit, and so that is going to happen in 2021. Is I'm going to start a nonprofit for cancer research, and 10% of the proceeds from Let's Go Win will be going into that, and it has already been going into that. And I, you know, that's the legacy that I want to live. And you know, if it doesn't happen, if you know the cure for cancer doesn't happen in my lifetime, well, the both of our boys knows that they're going to continue that legacy on. Uh, I I love that. And you brought up Susan G. Komen. That's a really unique foundation. Also started by a sister because her sister passed away from breast cancer. And as you know, I am a huge supporter every. I wear my pink bracelet at least it's every October and typically it's more often than that. But it is a funny quick story is my accountant always is like, Jam, you know that you max out your charitable contributions every year to one section? No, I didn't realize that. What's that? It's always to to breast cancer foundations. And he goes, Why? And my only answer was, I love boobs. <laughs> That was the only answer I had, but it's true. But I know it's an amazing cause and I don't mean to make light of it, but I guess that was the reason. So. Oh my goodness. Anyway, we'll, we'll support esophageal as well and we'll share that love a little bit. How's that? So the next quote, um, and I, I love this one because I truly believe my leadership took off when I really started to get this one down. And that is no one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. That was Teddy Roosevelt, our 26 U.S. president. This has probably rang more true, if that's proper grammar there, has been so true in my leadership. It didn't matter what you know until they know that you genuinely give a shit about who they are as a person, what they want, what their dreams are, and... I don't know. How, how has that one hit you? Because that's a big one for me. Yeah. And I saw that, right. I saw that transformation in you because for many years, you know, we had little, little ones at the time and Jane would say, you know what, Lisa, um, our leader from Oregon's going to come and stay with us. And I go, 
but why? <laughs> why? Why can't we get them a hotel? Like, why do they need to come stay at our house? And, you know, it took me years to figure that one out because I always saw it as, you know, my perspective was, oh my gosh, now we have somebody that we need a host at our house. I need to figure out dinner. I don't cook. You know, where we're going to take him out to. I need to clean sheets. I need to, you know, do all these things. I was just looking at it that way. And after I would say it, it did take me probably a good year or two. And after the 50th, right? <laughs> Guests that we had at our house. I go, I get it. I get it. Because those are the times that you are spending with them and really welcoming in them into your home. Right. And as you know, the home is my sanctity. Like I don't just let anybody in my house. I've become very, very, um, Selective. Strong, selective, <laughs> strong in my boundaries because that's my home. That's my home where my family lives and that's, you know, my safe haven. And so I am very picky with who I allow into my home. And so the leaders that we have allowed into our homes or the agents or whoever, right? Friends, family, um, that is our special time with that human being. And it is really cool how we've been able to build those relationships with our leadership um, and or agents and really care about them. And I'll tell you something it, you know, and we genuinely do care about them. It's not, um, because of any other reason, uh, we love our people and in return, they love us. Right. And they would move mountains for our vision in what we're looking to do. Yeah. It really is incredible. All the money spent on, you know, plane travel, hotels, fancy dinners, it always comes back to quite literally the time on the golf course. It was never the boardroom. I never hear somebody, remember that boardroom meeting? I've never <laughs> once heard that. Like, no, dude, I don't remember that. I remember, remember the time on the golf course. I remember staying up till 3 a.m. and having that third bottle of wine or just silly things that they're not silly. At the time, and you're even frustrated with me because you're like, dude, shut it down. Mm-hmm. But that's when I'm really getting to know this human being. Like, we are talking far more about who they are, what they're aspiring for, why they're why, that doesn't come out because typically there's that wall. So for those business leaders, look if you're there and you're like, man, my team's not jiving, maybe it's just time to let them in a little bit and yeah. bring them into your home. Totally. And something else that it does too is what I've realized is we're showing our children right to be open and vulnerable. And I'll tell you something, my kids get so excited our kids get so excited when we have visitors, right? Even to this day, like they go, who's guys, somebody coming over this weekend. You know, um, Pam is one of, Pam is one of our amazing top leaders. And in my youngest Trey, our youngest Trey just absolutely adores her because she comes and it's not even really about business, but she comes and visits us because she's become like our family. And Trey just adores her and goes, Hey, we're going to play this. Cause she sits there and plays games with my children. Like how awesome is that? Right. And so it's all of our, you know, we call it our family. It truly is, you know, all the people that we've allowed in our home and have really gotten to know them. They've become our family. Yeah. And one part of this that I want everybody to think about as well is when you are with that person being 100% present, I just read a quote yesterday, generosity, the greatest form of generosity is giving everything to that person at that moment, like being fully present and committed, not doing the cell phone and that. And I know I talk about that a lot, but it's just, that's reality is so often 
you're physically there, but you're not giving 100%. So next time somebody comes to sit down with you, make sure you are giving them everything you got. Fully engaged, eye to eye. Um, So that one was a big one. And the last one might be my favorite. It is amazing what you can accomplish if you do not care who gets the credit. That's Harry Truman, the 33rd U.S. president. My favorite saying is, in leadership, it's not about you. This is not easy, by the way, because so frequently we get fed this this ego or we get fed, you did this, but it's always more than whomever the leader is at the top, whoever the figurehead is. This one's really, I mean, gosh, I, I humility comes to mind, of course. I love this quote. I think it's so important. Even our son plays tennis. It's not just him out there. Like there's a team, right? He's got swing (laughs) coaches. He's got mental coaches. He's got, you know, you taking care of so many things. It's a team effort for them Mm -hmm. to perform. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there was, you know, TJ's got a hitting coach. He's got a, I mean, when we were in California, he had a hitting coach. He had a private coach. He had um, coaches at his group lessons every single day at the academy. He has a training coach. You're his mental coach. I'm his mom coach. I mean, there's just, my dad was involved with that, you know, he's his emotional coach. I mean, it, it takes a village, right? And so that's the thing. It's like, I look at these amazing athletes that are out there and it's really cool when they're getting their SBs or, you know, whatever awards and they are literally thanking their entire team because without their team, they wouldn't be where they are today. And I truly believe that. No, it's true. And, you know, one of the things that, the best organizations do. They're really good at this EPR and that's encourage, praise and recognize. And so, so often, you know, when you see people get praise, the ones that really know how to get their team and and engaged, staying excited is they defer. They say, this is for my team, my team. And I did it. It's not about me. Mm hmm. That is so attractive. It might be one of the most attractive human qualities to me anyway, is when somebody says, you know what, that actually wasn't me. That was my team. I I just like, wow, that is somebody secure. That's somebody that is truly a leader. Word. Word. (laughs) (laughs) Any, you have nothing on encourage, praise and recognize because this goes down to some of the, you know, gifts, the way that we, you know, everybody receives it quite differently, but I just think it's important. I just, I'm surprised you didn't say, yeah, you know what, Jam, you did such a great job on dishes this morning. <laughs> and I, I said, do say that. <laughs> I do say that maybe not enough, but I do say that I go, gosh, it's really nice when you get all the dishes all nice and clean. And I come down to a clean kitchen in the morning. It's fantastic. I'm going to give us all a challenge, including myself. Just look at your spouse or significant other. And just once a day, just remind them of what you value and appreciate about them. Let's do that for the next 30 days. And <laughs> let's do that. And I want to hear about it on where would they send that to us? They would send that to um, any of our social media platforms, LinkedIn, Instagram, or Facebook. Make sure you're commenting. Reach out to us at info at letsgowin.com. We'd love to hear your journey. The other thing I would love to hear, because I love quotes so very much, is you can send it to me directly. You can send it to info at letsgowin.com. 
I love hearing your favorite quotes because so often those quotes, A, the success leaves clues. I do believe that. I mean, look, we're talking about presidents that are far, they're, they're gone a long time ago, but their words stayed here. So I want to hear your favorite quotes. So also send those, please. So until next week, you guys continue transcending life. Have an amazing week. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community, and that is what we are all about. Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can, and deliver as much value as possible. Be sure to head over to TranscendentLifePodcast.com for information on my coaching courses, and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Transcend in Life podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson, taking you from fear to freedom.